اعوذبلشیطرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین والصلاة والسلام علی سید المرسلین اما بعد فاعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم السلاۃ والسلام علیک یا رسول اللہ و علیکا اصحابک یا حبیب اللہ السلاۃ والسلام علیک یا نبی اللہ و علیکا اصحابک یا نور اللہ صلو الحبیب صلی اللہ تعالی علی محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم فقر قال اللہ تبارک و تعالی فی القرآن المجید والفرقان الحمید اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم فذکرونی اذکرکم صدق اللہ العلی العظیم I begin in the name of Allah the most kind and the most gentle I seek refuge in Allah from Satan the rejected one all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Lord of the worlds the beneficent the merciful he is the master of the day of judgment and he alone we worship and he alone we ask for his help and we send peace blessings salutations upon his beloved rasul his prophet muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his blessed household assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh respected friends it is your host again imam jadaya jodi ali and today we are going to embark on a spiritual journey on a very important topic something which muslims must do and is a form of remembrance of allah allah says in the quran remember me and i will remember you but how do we start in remembering allah we understand that there are five pillars of islam which is to believe in allah and his rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam to pray the five daily prayer which is fard to pay the alms wealth to give zakat to fast in the holy month of ramadan and to make the pilgrimage the hajj to the to baitullah the house of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you have the means and health to do so and there are three pillars or three steps in getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and today we are going to talk a little bit about these three steps which are very simple and very easy the first step in getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to purify ourselves from sin and how do we purify ourselves from sin Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is forgiving and he is the forgiver meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who forgives and he forgives his slaves when they ask and call upon him for forgiveness so the first step is astighfar seeking the forgiveness of Allah and when you seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He, Allah, He forgives you. And what is the means? How do we seek forgiveness? What do we do? What we can do is to sit down with the tasbih or your prayer beads or your fingers and start to recite Astaghfirullah. Oh Allah, forgive me. Oh Allah, forgive. Allah, please forgive me for my sins. And while we are doing this, we focus and concentrate on the sins which we have done in our lives that we want to be forgiven for. Even if it is that we we are liars, if we stole, if we hurt someone, if we forgot to pray our salat, we didn't pay our zakat, we've hurt the feelings of our family members or any type of sin which you want forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you would sit down and recite, Astaghfirullah, 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 Astaghfirullah. And you ponder and you think about the sins that you have committed. And beg Allah for His forgiveness. Recite Astaghfirullah. Beg Allah for His forgiveness. So He will forgive you and me, inshallah, wa hiyu al-aziz. And that is just the first step, a very, very important pillar or step in getting close to our Lord. So number one, we seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. Number two, the second is very, 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 very important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us in the beautiful Qur'an, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتُهُ يُسَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا سَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Verily, Allah and His angels send blessings on the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم all you who believe, invoke blessings on him and salute him with a worthy salutation. Suratul Azab, Ayat 56. Abu Huraira radiallahu an, he reports in a hadith Mubarakah. He narrates from the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Invoke blessings upon me. Surely your salawat reaches me from wherever you may be. And we are going to quote a few hadith, a few more hadith on salawat, sending darood and salat and salams upon beloved Nabi Ikram Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, so we can understand the benefits. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu an narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has surely said. The one who will be nearest to me, meaning the Prophet ﷺ, on the Day of Judgment, is the one who is most frequent in sending salawat upon me. The Prophet Muhammad ﷺ said that. So what we must do is continue and recite any darood, whether it be darood Ibrahim, darood Fatih, Durud Tunjina, any Darud, if it's saying Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. 
at least for the least 11 times in the morning and 11 times before you go to bed. It is very important. I'm going to read one or two more hadith. I'm going to talk about a little bit of the benefits of the rood. Sayyidina Anas bin Malik radiallahu an narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, If anyone invokes blessings upon me once, Allah will reward him with ten blessings, ten sins will be removed from him, and he will be risen ten ranks or ten degrees. Meaning that when you recite the rood, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala incentivizes that. Allah gives you great blessing by doing that. But when you sit down and you concentrate and you are alone and you are in a quiet, calm place and you recite the rood with the heart and the tongue, you will surely gain great blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Very, very great blessings. It is important and very, very, very loved. Some of the benefits of sending the rood upon beloved Nabi Ikram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is when you engage in reciting salawat or the rood, you are in agreement with what all the angels are doing. Another one, ten good deeds are recorded for you when you send one salawat upon the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ten bad deeds are erased from your records when you send one salawat upon beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. A believer is elevated ten ranks when they send one salawat upon beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Your dua, your supplications to Allah, your dua is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you start your dua with salawat and end your dua with salawat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts that dua. All keys, the keys of all goodness in this life, the dunya, and the akhirah, the hereafter, is salawat on the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes the afflictions of his servants who recite salawat on the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The recitation of Salawat is a cause for the closeness and nearest for the servant to be to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on the day of Yawmul Qiyamah, the day of judgment. Salawat is a cause for repelling poverty, to push it away. Salawat removes roughness, harshness, and stress from the servant who frequently recites salawat upon beloved Muhammad, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we see the great blessing, the great, great, massive blessing of sending darood upon beloved Nabi Ikram sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now we go and we tackle the third step, the last step. So the first one is reciting Astaghfirullah Seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness Now this second step is To recite salawat darood Upon beloved Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And while you recite darood 
it is as though you are holding the hand of beloved Nabi Ikram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the last step and very important step while you are holding the hand of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam let him take you to Allah by reciting Tahleel affirming the oneness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala by reciting La ilaha illallah as much times of, as possible. And when you recite La ilaha illallah, you recite Suratul Ikhlas a hundred times. Reciting these things will help you gain the closeness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you do this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings you to Him. So you can be close to Allah. And you can gain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you recite the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this manner, astighfar, darood, and tahleel, la ilaha illallah, it is a formula to get close to Allah and it repels the evil in your life. It brings ease and comfort to, to the heart in this life. It pushes away all the toughness it pushes away poverty and the fruits of these dhikr you start to, when you start to pick from it it is amazing you would only want to do more and the best way to start is once for the day you recite astaghfirullah 11 times or more you recite the root upon beloved Nabi Ikram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 11 times or more. And you recite La ilaha illallah 11 times or more. Once a day. At least start with once a day. Then when you get a custom and your heart starts to love it and you want more and more, then you start to recite it twice a day. And you keep doing that until the heart starts to want more and more. And then you start to recite it Astaghfirullah a hundred times, Darood a hundred times, and La ilaha illallah a hundred times. And you continue like that and you increase and move forward. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring you closer to Him, inshallah, wa heal disease. And this is very important to remember Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and have mercy upon us and raise us in rank. I thank you for listening. Please like and share with your friends and family. Respected friends, this is your host again, Imam Jadaya. On the remembrance of Allah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.